You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Pit Pass Radio. America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. It's Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latrell. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. In typical Red Bud fashion, fans showed up in droves to spend the weekend partying and celebrating our sport. Motocross. It's the Olympics of motocross, or like they say in France, la motocross des nations took place this past weekend on U.S. soil, and many of us U.S. fans had high hopes that the coveted Chamberlain Trophy might stay here in the United States. Our chosen squad, including Eli Tomac, Justin Barsha, and Aaron Plessinger, rode their tails off, but in the end finished only sixth. Surprisingly to some, Australia was leading at one point. A crash for Kirk Gibbs brought that to an end. The Spaniards were strong as well, but couldn't put it all together. And many of us expected Belgium to run up front, and at one point they were in contention for the overall. A crash for Clement Dassault, the same crash that Kurt Gibbs was involved in, brought their hopes to a screeching halt. In the end, it came down to a slugfest between France and Italy, with France emerging as top dog again. We'll be talking about that during the program today. And how about Team Puerto Rico, guys? Pastrana, Sipes, Wyndham. K-Dub. How cool. They won the B-Main, advanced to the A-Main, and uh, we'll talk more about that in a bit. Later in the program, we're going to cover the MotoGP in Thailand with results as well as the final AFT Series flat track race that took place in New Jersey and the upcoming World Superbike Race in Argentina this weekend. So there's lots to talk about. This is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. I'm Tony Wink. With me is PJ Dorn and Roman Avila. Producers of the program are Jack and Leanne DeLeon. Our contributors include Tommy Boy Halverson and Chris Bishop. On the show today, we're going to talk to a few people. Aaron Plessinger, actually, who uh, just raced for the United States in the Motocross of Nations, Red Bud, this past weekend, we're going to talk to him. He's up first, Kyle Redman, who's racing the Enduro Cross Series. He's, uh, I believe, fourth in that series right now. So we're going to talk to Kyle. Ryan McCarthy, a guy I actually hung out with all weekend. I didn't go to Red Bud. I was uh, selected to be the guy for Wiseco because, you know, I'm a Wiseco employee, to go to uh, Lake Havasu and suffer through the Jet Ski World Finals all week. It was tough. I bet it was fun. Uh, it was, I'm sure he, it was super hard for it you. It was so good, actually. But, uh, <laughs> of course, we were, all, we were all at the jet ski races watching the MotoGP on TV. So Ryan McCarthy is the owner of Rhino Power, and I hung out with him this week, and he is uh, partners with, of course, uh, Ryan Hughes, Ryan, Rhino Power. And so Ryan's going to be on, talk about his products. Bryce Prince, who finished overall in fourth in the Moto America Supersport class, he's going to be on, so we're going to talk road racing. And then Kobe Carlisle, who uh, is a AFT singles racer. So a flat track, another flat track racer. So we got a full show. Before we um, uh, get going, uh, PJ, you're uh, have you are you back with BN Sports yet? I am not, and it's breaking my heart. I uh, am starting to explore my options, but I think I'm just going to buy the MotoGP season pass for the end of this season. There's four races to go. I want to see them. 
Del Sodio partial. It is tough times. We just need to send you some. Gonna have to. Oh, that'd be just fine with me. I'll (laughs) I'll go to every last one of them. Uh, I'll tough it out and go all over Europe. All right. uh, Joining us now is Yamaha racer Aaron Plessinger, raced for Team USA this year, this past weekend, at the 2018 Motocross of Nations at Redbud in Southern Michigan. Aaron, what's going on, man? How are you? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Just kind of trying to recuperate. Just got back from uh, Redbud and. uh, yeah, just kind of chilling out for right now. Are you rethinking the hair? No. <laughs> no. no way. No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely it's... not. I don't. Uh... It's still dyed, <laughs> isn't it? Still, the dye's yeah, still in yeah, there. It's definitely still yeah. dyed. I think it looks a little bit better now. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, tell us about it. I mean, obviously, we, we wanted to go in there and we, you know, we high hopes with it being on U.S. soil and we thought, oh, it's red bud. Of course, Mother Nature threw, threw a monkey wrench in there and, you know, all those fast those fast sweeping outside sand turns that that redbud is famous for you know were not there it was a swamp out there so it was ruts it was a, definitely a different track that you raced than you raced on uh, July 4th weekend but tell us about how it went oh uh, yeah it was it was definitely rough um yeah they uh i think they <clears throat> they they brought in uh, a bunch of sand and um you know it, it rained and it definitely shaped up as uh, a different different track than what we we did uh this summer so it was it was definitely tough so um yeah i was i was kind of i don't know it was it was all hyped up and um i was ready to go and and that that crash in the in the qualifying race kind of kind of hindered me a little bit and um yeah i mean not not real good starts and uh i i crashed twice in the first uh was the first main or first moto on sunday so it was um definitely an experience but uh you know i mean i don't know it was it was definitely a rough time (laughs) there's a lot of guys that crashed though i mean it wasn't just you there was you could tell it was struggle city for a bunch of guys it was a rough track yeah it was rough the thing that blows me away is is the the top few guys they didn't look like they were on a rough track. They didn't look like they didn't look like they were flossing like like you guys looked in July, you know. But still, they it just seemed like they motored through stuff pretty dang well. I was, I was really impressed. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely they're definitely a talented group over there. Um, they uh, they definitely got skills, but you know, I mean, we've been off for six weeks and um, haven't been racing racing every weekend, and uh, they they kind of. I feel like they they had a a pretty good flow going into uh, into that weekend, but I mean, shoot, it was it was their race, you know. It was I mean, Netherlands kind of blew everybody away. <laughs> it was um, it was kind of I mean, it was a shame that they didn't win because they they kind of they kind of killed everybody. But um, you know, it was uh, it was definitely an experience and um the fans dude they were they were crazy i mean i i seen some i seen one dude dressed up in a red uh, american flag song and walking around <laughs> like that all day yeah he i think he was on racer x or he was on a video that i saw yeah that was that was crazy i mean it was it was definitely uh, have you ever been to one though before no that was my first like, ridiculous i went to the one at bud's maybe. creek um what year was that when uh villapoto won on the 250 and 
Yeah, killed everybody. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, something like that. We went out for that one. And same deal, man, party and chainsaws and American flags and just the coolest, you know, you get – obviously, it's more fun when your your team's winning, but it was just just the atmosphere and, like, there was no attitude between the fans. And, you know, like, we partied with guys from Estonia and just – like, it was so cool. And and we were swapping gear out. Like, I had Team USA stuff that we had made – they had, you know, their country stuff that we were, you know, none of it fit because I'm too fat for it all. But still, <laughs> it was still cool, though. Like, it was, it's such a neat atmosphere. And, and I think that's what's cool about about uh, the motocross and nations, and especially being here, you know, that's like, the, I, I think the, the U.S. fans, too, were, are especially, you know, they're excited to see riders from other countries, and especially the GP guys, because we've, you know, we we don't we don't get a chance to see them very often. Yeah, I mean the whole the whole event was was so fun. I mean, even though even though we didn't do what we wanted to do, I I still had so much fun. And even getting to getting to race all those guys that that I never get to race, and and meeting all of them like Hurlings and uh, you know I met Ben Watson. He's a he's a really cool kid, and you know it was it was one of the best experiences of my life pretty i mean i'm pretty sure and uh you know i mean even though we didn't do good i uh i still had the one of the best times of my life aaron let's go back to what you said earlier about the flow and the guys the mxgp guys tony and i were talking about this earlier and and this was kind of my my theory um we had talked about this leading up but the timing of this race versus our schedule, our outdoor schedule, kind of puts you guys, I think, at a disadvantage because you guys have been off for a while without racing. Yes, you guys have been testing and, and riding, I mean, still, but, um, you know, Brayton said it many times, hey, there's nothing like racing versus just, just riding. Do you think that maybe that layoff maybe played a role into – the weekend at all or do you think it was just that's just what happened i think yeah um some of it uh for sure they uh they definitely were in a flow and um that i don't know i mean we we had been off i mean we i took two weeks off of doing anything and uh i went and visited my family and and uh let them meet my meet my baby boy that i just had and uh you know um i mean there there's a there's a lot of speculations you could you could add in there but i mean they they beat us fair and square (laughs) we look at uh like we were talking about marvin not being selected for the french team and we're like what are they thinking like he's that he's raced that track yeah, and then um, you, you know it proved out that they they you know the guys that selected the team looked pretty smart. Um, well, he, Tixier had a little problem, but I mean he was there, ended up being their weak link. But I mean overall, they still won it. Yeah, for sure, and and, and they scored a lot more points this year. If you think about it, they, it was like I think they scored like thirty some points to win that. So it was everybody had their their issues, you know. So it's a, for people that are listening don't know it's like golf. The, the lower the score, the better. And first place pays one point, second place pays two, and on and on down. So they, uh, I think they, they scored like 35 points or something. So it was, 
to, for the overall, and that's you know back back when uh, yeah they only Carmichael was racing it and winning it. You couldn't he didn't have that luxury of of, no. of uh, being able to score that many points. So it's a different program, and I I don't know if it's uh, I definitely think you're right, Roman. I think that there's there's got to be a disadvantage that these guys are just you know they're they're, they're in like right in the middle of their season basically or, or you know what i mean just, they just finished up last well, weekend right, in italy but what that's what i'm saying they're they're uh you know they're not testing for supercross they're not going to meet their you know they're not doing family, family time and stuff like that and it's i i think and we had uh david coombs on a, a while back aaron and he said you know basically that if it wasn't in the united states he didn't think anybody would want to go because they're in the midst of doing supercross you know or or, or getting geared and, up to do supercross or, or get and getting ready to, for for um monster energy cup i mean sure. that's just coming right up yeah yeah that's actually this weekend yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean um it i don't know i mean it's it was it was a totally different track like in all the years that i've i've went to redbud i've never seen it shape up the way that it did and i mean <laughs> i had never ridden on really anything like what it shaped up to be and uh it seemed like those guys just took to it and and uh rode like it was their own backyard what was with the giant jump in front of larocco's leap uh, <laughs> i don't even know i i have no clue i think that uh they they didn't really want people to uh, jump it, but well, they did. People still did. But why did they do? I don't get that. Why would they not want that? I mean, that's a that's the most iconic jump on a, a thing about Redbud. It's other than it happens on America's birthday every year. You know, it's it's that's it's Larocco's leap. That's the jump that people. That's that's what's it's what's famous for. I, I can't. I don't understand that. Yeah, I I have no clue. Um, it beats me, man. I, I have not a clue. Back to the crowds, uh, Aaron. There were record crowds. I mean, Tony, have you you've been there, going there a lot longer than I have. I've been there a number of times for the national, and I thought, wow, this is a well attended event. I had friends that went to this event, and they're like. Six times more people than you've ever seen at Redboard is what was happening. There were entire fields that you couldn't even cross. Right. There was no chance of walking across them. Right. Yep. Yeah, it was it was uh it was the most people I've ever seen at a dirt bike track and outdoor. Um and yeah, I mean they were How many gallons of booze were were how many how many <laughs> how gallons many illegal fireworks? Yeah. Gallons of booze, fireworks. Did that <laughs> I mean, that's half the reason I, I'm always on the fence about going to Redbud, even how, though it's close to How many to me. couches can they light on fire yeah. at I'm once? Always, I'm always like, I don't know how much of that I can put up with. But but motor, <laughs> well, I knew this weekend was going to be We're insane. getting older, and that's part of it. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as it grows, it gets it gets more wild. I uh, Yeah, I think I, I heard something was on fire this weekend, but I'm not sure what it was. I know, I know there was a bunch of fireworks going off, and... Uh, a bunch of chainsaws, and I think uh, I think what was it Sunday night? I heard a heard a two stroke ripping around about eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> so it was it was pretty uh, it was pretty eventful for sure. Hey, so Aaron, you were talking and you were talking about the Netherlands earlier, and they should have won it 
I mean, they got third with 41 points with two riders because of Calvin Vlandern getting hurt uh, and then not racing again. Uh, I mean, they had Hurlings one, Goldenhoff one. I mean, Goldenhoff went 1-1 for the weekend, and, and Hurlings went 1-2. I mean, yeah. those guys. <laughs> and, and I agree with you. I, you know, they talked about putting a lot of sand out there. They put a lot of sand out there. That was the yeah. sandiest track that I have ever seen at Redbud. And um, I've been there for national. And actually, it's my birthday is right around the national. I'm My birthday's on the 2nd. Obviously, the, the 4th of July weekend is, is So if you want right to get there. him something next year. Yeah, you know, <laughs> free pit pass, something, whatever. Uh, but, uh, you know... I had not seen that track that sandy, and it just kind of seemed like it was a uh, very Euro-esque type track. Oh, you think they did that? You think Amy and Tim Ritchie did that because no, they didn't want to see the – No. Oh, so it's a conspiracy thing is what you're saying. I'm not saying anything <laughs> like Here that. Here we go. Yeah. What about moving the start? Did they did they move the start, it looked like? Yeah, yeah, they did. did they? they actually they like they, like, rotated it. To where the first corner was a uh, 180 instead of a uh, 90. The right hander instead of it turning left, it was a right hand right hander. The the yeah 180 right yeah. What did you think? Was that better or not as good? Uh, I mean, it was pretty good. I mean that that was um, I mean it, I don't I think it made it a little safer for sure. Um, I think. Uh, there's pileups though. Were the other way, it, it might have been a little hairy going into that that hairpin. <laughs> yeah, we've uh, I've raced some uh, vet nationals and stuff there in the last few years, and uh, the the left hander, and then as soon as you start to turn right, always created for old guys. It always created problems. We always would you'd always have pileups there, and uh, even though a right hand turn doesn't seem as safe. You know, it is a 180, so everybody's at least jamming on the brakes and slowing down. So I I get it. Um, are you so you doing the op- the uh, the U.S. Open? Are you doing the Monster Cup? <laughs> uh, I'm not. Um, no. You know, I I have need a break. 450. Uh, it's been a long time, and um, I kind of want to get testing done a little bit on it before I go to a gate drop. Sure. Well, man, it's been cool having you on, and, and we're really proud of you. And, and I know sixth place isn't what you guys had had envisioned and and wanted to go there doing, but still, we're uh, we're behind you 100, percent and we we appreciate you going over there and and representing the United States as well as you did. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. And yeah, like I said, even though we didn't do what we wanted to do, we uh, I still learned a lot, and uh, I really enjoyed racing those guys and. Uh, it was a cool experience for sure. Right on. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got Kyle Redman lined up. This is Pit Pass. Stay tuned. There's more right after this. Hi, this is Doug Henry, Adaptive Snowcross, Winter X Games Gold Medalist, and you're listening to Pit Pass. 
Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts.